What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Oh no, hey ho, wee wee, badingity, ouch! Okay, all right. Badingity, ouch. I, 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 I get it. I totally get it. But I'm going to be honest. The only thing I heard was wee-wee. That's it. <laughs> that was it. I mean, you had a wee-wee in there, yeah. and my child brain could... Uh, did you go all the way home, or did you go into a urine <laughs> joke? Uh, I, I went to a urine joke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome into the Spitballers. We're back again. We are. And if you think we've run out of material, you can tell from that scat, no way, no how. I mean, that was original. When in doubt, hit him with a badingy. And a wee-wee. <laughs> We've got Would You Rather? That's a great question. And we are drafting daredevil activities, adrenaline junkie type of things. Uh, what are the best ones? Uh, I, I don't know if I would classify any of the three of us as adrenaline junkies. No. Yeah, certainly not. I mean, when I look at this list, I'm like, I'm looking at this list. And when I'm seeing all the different things that uh, psychopaths do. Right. Um, I'm not looking at them, any of them as like, this is what I want to do. Oh, really? This- I, my list is going to be stuff that I wish that I, I had the intestinal fortitude to do. Yeah. I mean, I know who I am. So <laughs> I, l- I look at this list and I go, that's. That's for crazy people. That's a there good are, one. There are things that I, if you took away my responsibilities as a father, I sure. would immediately do. There are a handful of those. I've even said, like, I think I would like being a motorcycle guy. Like, I think I would Ooh. enjoy riding a mo- But I will never do that because that is a license to die. Mm, so, yes. I mean, I, well, I have a family. Looking at my list, there are three things that I would actively want to do, and the rest are all okay. too much for this guy. Yeah, well, that, that makes sense. None of us are actively doing adrenaline jumping things, but um, this will be a very fun draft. There are a lot of things out there that um, sound pretty exciting if you have the intestinal fortitude. All right, let's do some Would You Rather. Would You Rather. All righty. Blake from Patreon. Would you rather live right next to a huge arena or the airport? So huge arena implications, crowds, constant, unending crowds, noise, um, traffic. You're not going to you're not going to get out of where you live. Okay. I went immediately. Times. I went right to the noise, and I was like, "Yeah, well, which like arena? I know you can kind of hear the music on the outside, but not too bad." Meanwhile, the airport is going to be a disaster yeah, of the, of just jets nonstop. But you are right, Andy. Like, if you lived out by a huge arena, there will always always be huge events, which means huge crowds all the time. Traffic, traffic oh. is the number one oh. problem here because when you have a huge arena event. And it's not every night, you know. You might have most nights. You, but you might have some nights off. But when there is something going on in that arena, just making it home, just oh, you can't, you you can't, you right, you can't get through the that area is exclusively for people coming and going from the arena. If you live there, I'm so sorry, you may not participate in your home. People (laughs) looking at my calendar (laughs) because I'll have all the arena events in my calendar. Like, whoa, Mike, well, you go to a lot of shows. You're like, no, that that means do not leave my house. Now, I I thought it would be really neat to live directly next door to like, you know, just me, like the baseball stadium, because I could walk to games and walk home. So if you're a fan of that specific sport, right. I'd be in. But I even thought about this this past Christmas. There's a neighborhood in uh, Sun City Grand that is just everybody lights it up. It's just, it, it's a on-demand attraction, a full neighborhood, and we go and there's cars. I mean, you can't get into it. People are walking it. And I, I couldn't help but thinking the entire time, how do these people leave their home or go go right. to their house? It would take them 30 minutes to get from the entrance of the neighborhood to their driveway, and God forbid they want to leave again and need to go to the store. Yeah, you, th- you think you want to live on the street that has like 
where it's happening. The happening house. Like there's two or three of them, and these are the houses that get written up in the papers of everyone goes out to the voyage to to, to sightsee and see the Christmas lights. That sounds like a a tragedy of a neighborhood. Agreed. Now, yeah. I, I still can see a lot of benefits, though, to being by the stadium. Andy, you brought up, like, season tickets for a, a sporting event. You just walk across the street and come back, especially something stupid like baseball that has, like, 700 right. games. Um, you'd, you'd need to be close to the, to the arena to take advantage of that. Or, or you want to be able to Airbnb your place. Oh, I'm right by the big event okay. uh, location. I can make money parking lot. You park right in my front yard. Uh, $20 a night. There are some advantages to being there. I can't think of other than like getting to the airport early. I cannot think of any possible redeemable quality of being near not only the noise and the hustle and the bustle, but like that's, there's gotta be some level of danger being right next to an airport ah, too, right? Fine. Well, now that I mean, we've read the story where they, they dropped the refuse on people's houses. All right, so the, <laughs> the planes could yeah. be doing that. I, I only tried to paint the bad picture of the arena on purpose because there the picture of being near the airport is a disaster. Yeah. I mean we that is we live in a neighborhood uh, all three of us where yes. where there's a, a an air force base that's is 50 miles away and the the, the air jet now maybe it's different with uh, commercial airliners versus you know F16s flying over your head every once in a while but it seems like twice a month they decide we're going to do... Oh, yeah. It's called the bedtime ride. It's called night and, training, my friend. And and it's when everybody is nestled in their beds, they're going to try to blow the roofs off of every house. And it just... So then your windows yeah, are shaking, and you're like, it's, we're under attack! Oh, and no, you can't just... sleep. You can't sleep through that. You get oh, up. <laughs> yes, I can, brother. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know we lived near an Air Force <laughs> base until I I was out in my pool at night. And I was like, oh, that's very loud. Okay, no, so you asleep, can live by no the problem. airport. I can live by a train. I can live by an airport. So long oh, as I'm gosh. asleep, you you know, I'm I'm good. I do not understand these jets, though. Uh, I will say one of the benefits, like when you hear them coming and you're outside, it's pretty cool. To see the the jets going overhead, yeah, they're they're so fast. But I don't understand is like I mean, look, not a not a fighter pilot. They all look the same. Like they're all just you know these are military jets. Every once in a while you'll see the giant plane, but the jets, and they all look like they're all at the same height. And yet the difference in noise from jet to jet is like. A hundred decibels. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll it'll just be a light rumbling, and you'll look up and they're very low. Sometimes you'll look up and they're very high, and it's you feel like your house is going to fall down to the ground. You have any idea what's going yeah, on? That's there? that's engine trouble. That's uh, <laughs> that they're going to need to fine tune. That's really how they find out that they're having problem with their military equipment. Is do, do they any? They take a flight and they go. That was too loud. Do put in the loud engines. That's because do any of the fighter jet pilots do the thing with like. The uh the dumb teenagers with their car and yes I would I'm not oh afraid the to muffler say it, the where muffler. they're like my car is the loudest car on the road and that makes it the best I've never understood this thinking even when I was a dumb teenager but oh, are so there... they the pilots get out with the big metal chains tied yeah. to their big old uh, jeans like, do do any fighter pilots do that they're like have you heard my plane. It's the loudest plane in the in the Air Force. I put on this aftermarket <laughs> exhaust on my jet. Check this out. You know, this thing cost me three mil. You Wouldn't you think that the part of being a fighter pilot and being in a a jet is some stealth? I mean, aren't we supposed to have stealth planes? Like, yes. I don't want to know that I live near one. How did you know I was coming? I guess um, I'm going to... Urge it 30 minutes ago. I guess I'm going to live... I have to live near the arena. There's some There's some redeeming qualities and there's no jets. Yeah, for sure. This yes. is this is a layup. No one and I apologize if you live near an airport. End yeah. of sentence. I just apologize. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> uh Marshall from the website. Would you rather be a high school teacher <laughs> or this question or a clown? <laughs> oh, that's a good question, Marshall. <laughs> Would you rather be a high school teacher? Can I or a clown. So I um oh man. From time to time, especially when uh there are uh quarantine universes where we live in and sometimes we're at home and have nothing to do. 
I, I browse the old um, Ask Reddit thread, okay? Not that oh. I prescribe that to the world, but... Right. Uh, and people ask questions of all sorts, and, and this ties in here, where one of the questions they asked was, what was something you did as an immature high school student oh to a gosh. teacher oh, that you no. regret? And so there were stories, and they're upvoted, and that you know, and some of the things that that these half adults <laughs> did to these teachers, including some, they would locking them into closets what? in the middle of class, Psychopaths. and then these teachers are stuck there until the next class where they come out crying. Oh my gosh! That. That's yeah. I because I'm a, people I don't think do that's not, the norm, though. No, right? it's well, that's not the norm. But they for, ain't treated well. They're not treated well. Yeah, for the like for the entire population, that is definitely not the norm. But I mean, you know, you knew some of those kids when you were in high school. You're like, like because it only takes one or two of them, mm -hmm. and then something like that class is ruined because you have that one kid in your class. Yeah, but. But being a clown, <laughs> this, is a, this is another one of those airport questions where it's like, let's try to talk about what's Dude, bad about being a teacher. You'll be an you'll be a elite juggler. People like mm -hmm. some people like the clowns. They want to go see the clowns. You'll, some people do. I think that the do over, people like clowns? Uh, over time. I think that we've definitely we're on the the downslide of people liking but clowns. It's a bear market for clowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like honest question who. Honest question: well, Who her, likes who likes clowns? It's, if you're over five years old, who likes well, I clowns? Mean, they, they, not many people, but that's a, a big demographic there. It's, a, it's like it's saying a who likes diapers, Jason. I mean, there's still a lot of a lot of capitalism to okay, be had there. I, I was giving a benefit of the doubt that they're all under five. I do not think everyone under five uh, likes clowns. Okay, they, they all need diapers, but I don't think that just because you're under five, I think. Two-year-olds can look at a, a man dressed like a clown and say, I'm afraid, Daddy. That's to say, bear market for funny clowns, but bull market for scary clowns. Like, oh, that's okay. very happening. That's I think, too, under five, under five, I think it's almost 100% hit rate on liking clowns. Because think about it. They haven't been introduced to scary clowns. Right. And it's just a silly nose and big shoes. And who's that? That's just funny. But when what's like the last... Who's the last big clown that made it? Uh, Other than only, Bozo, Bozo's the big yeah, one. Bozo I mean. the clown. Like, is that a real clown? Because I, I know that name. Like Bozo yes, the clown. Yes, there was a Bozo the clown show. Oh, that was that, real. Yes, it was. A, not only was it a real show, but they had a game where uh, there were like uh, buckets in front of you, and you had to throw ping pong balls into them, and then that turned into a ticket game at your local pizza party. Oh my gosh! I just googled Krusty, Bozo the Krusty, clown. Krusty the clown. Bozo the clown is. Flipping terrifying. He's got the uh, uh, the ball down the middle, and then the two the giant two, triangles. Yeah, with the piece. eyebrows that are. Oh, I don't remember his eyebrows. Oh man, All the right, eyebrows are the in. problem. The uh, this clown is has some skeletons in the closet. Man. Clowns, <laughs> clowns seem like no, actual actual real skeletons. Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is not a metaphor. I'm saying he has skeletons in his closet. Police, please go look at the closet. Oh my gosh. Clowns do feel like the entertainment version of Jax as the game. Like you this is what people were more entertained. Like back then, you weren't flipping on uh, the TV or anything like that. So it's like, okay, somebody paint your face and dance around. All right, that's funny. Right? I mean, so I don't think it's Oh my goodness. To be one though, that's that's got it. people laughing at you. They enjoy your presence, right? I want you to guess. When was when did Bozo the Clown stop? Like when? When were they done doing the show? I'm guessing the fifties. Seventeen twenty-eight. Now, I, I, honest answer, I would. I, I'm guessing nineteen seventy. The final taping, a ninety-minute, and this is just Google. This is just the quick Google. Final taping, a ninety-minute primetime special titled "Bozo: Forty Years of Fun" was taped on June twelfth, two thousand one. What? The, what? I mean, Bozo no the Clown was still around when we were graduating. There had to have been multiple bozos that that wore it, that clown like costume. a Gallagher situation that like the the brother bought the act. Can I can I ask a question? Sure. Is is there a child out there named Bozo? For sure. That's there's not, a lot of lot of bad parents. Okay. 
I mean, so a lot of your, bad parents, your one of them here? has to name their child. Uh, there's no way I'm being a clown. I can't find one redeemable quality of dress. The, the only good thing about wearing a clown is that the clown makeup can hide who you are. Right. Because you don't want people knowing you're a clown. Um, there are so many good things about high school teachers. I think there was a minute where I wanted to be a high school teacher. Um, no, I would never be a clown. All right. We, I've, I've dug deeper. Oh, Thank boy. you. Thank there were you. definitely multiple Bozo the Clowns. Uh, and now the... Like Spider-Man's. Yes, yes. There, there is a multiverse with many Bozo the Clowns where they could all unite together. Uh, but now the, the, the proud owner of the rights to Bozo the Clown is, in fact, David Arquette. What? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. That, this is the actor from uh, Scream? Yes. Okay, so he... He owns was, the rights to Bozo the Clown? According, according to the Bozo Wikipedia, he purchased Bozo the Clown, the, the character from Larry Harmon Pictures in 2021. For $12.39. It does, it does not say. Is he waiting to roll out a feature film? I don't know. Now, wow. What? I'm, I'm going to vote for the high school teacher, too. I wanted to be a teacher once. I don't know how bad it is now. I know you don't get paid and you get made fun of. Yeah. And you do... It, it's hard because we, I think we had, um, you know, we had teachers we liked and maybe we think we'll be that teacher to people. Yeah. Every once in a while you will have, make a connection with a student and you'll know that you have changed their life drastically for the better. It will yeah, happen. That's true. That's redeemable. But you could, can't you do that as a clown? Like inspire the no, next generation no, you of, <laughs> okay, of, this of is, this humorous. Inspire fear. This is real. David Arquette really definitely bought the rights to Bozo. <laughs> he, he said he fell in love with Bozo the Clown. And, and this is a quote. Here we go. Quote, there's a lot of rebuilding we need to do for the love of clowns in general, <laughs> says Arquette. That's what you got that one right. You better get to work. Hope you're blue collar because you got a lot of work to do rebuilding the love of clowns. Let in it general. die, man. Yeah. Let it die. It doesn't oh, need to man. be back. Oh, oh like uh, VHS tapes is also out there. Oh, saying yeah, we, we got to rebuild. I hope this whole thing. I genuinely hope that this whole David Arquette buying Bozo. This is fresh. This is 2021. I really, really hope that this whole, you know, he's painting big Bozo the Clown pictures in Brooklyn and trying to rebrand clowns. They are coming out with a Scream 5, and I hope that he just bought the rights to just make him into a monster in that movie. Oh. And that this is all a game because, David, you own, know the truth. Clowns are creepy. Do, we, does, he own, does he own Blockbuster? <laughs> I don't know, but we have... We have another Bozo factoid here, fellas. Oh, let's have it. We've got to move on from Bozo. Never! Uh, one of the performers that was Bozo the Clown for three years was, in fact, Willard Scott. <laughs> really? You remember the, the, the weather guy? From, I love Willard from, Scott. From uh, the Today Show. Yeah, uh, apparently he was uh, Bozo the Clown at one point. All right. All right. We are moving on from Bozo. I can't let this go we'll on come any back further. Later, yeah, I'll, we I'm will sure. have a... We'll have a featured special episode, Bozo only. Um, the Bozo are you, fact of the day. So Erica from Twitter has a would you rather question for us. Would you rather have no one come to your wedding or no one come to your funeral? Mm, wow, now, this deep. one seems like a layup in the sense that you don't know who's at your funeral because you're dead. But here's the thing. Not if I make everyone RSVP before I go. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. No, I, have they done that? And you're paying attention? I'm going like, to. You like better promise in, me. Well, you've got to get these cards out now then, yes. right? Because you don't know when it's happening. I mean, you just want to know if we'll be there. I'm thinking hospice has a little add-on or something where you can go send out the cards and get the RSVPs. And it, you better let me know. Premium Let's, seating? Can, it, or, can you get premium seats? Ooh. Oh, pay for the front row? So if, you're not, if you're not there, I will be back. Dude, assigned seating at funerals? <laughs> That's Cas the ticket. Ooh, I want casket side. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how big time are you? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Assigned seating. That's the <laughs> that's the the point though. Is it's not just a matter of oh, I won't know that nobody was at my funeral. If nobody is at your funeral, did it ever happen? I'm worried about what <laughs> are happened. You, are you still alive? <laughs> I'm worried about what happened before your death. If okay. nobody comes to your funeral, that means one of it's probably COVID's real busy right now. Two oh. things, like one of two things. You're either a monster. Right, like the, could be those are you know bad bad people are those who don't have someone show up to their funeral or 
You knew nobody. You had nobody. Nobody right. loved you. you. Some random person dies. Nobody even knows you died. So in saying that nobody shows up to my funeral, that means before I get to my funeral, I have a bad way. I have a bad life or uh, something has gone wrong. Sure. Like now, no one showed up to your wedding? Well, now, does that mean that my bride also did not? <laughs> no. No one no, showed no, up to my wedding. Okay. And the, the mandatory people are at the wedding. That's, I mean, people elope. There, yeah, there's yeah, they worse do. things yeah, in the people world. People choose and, this. And, like, I don't know if this happened for you guys, but it, it certainly happened uh, for me where the list, the invite list, just kept growing and growing. And these were all people that I didn't want to invite. Mm. It was like the politics of the wedding where, well, that no, your your father has these friends or or these extended family they'd all be offended if you didn't go and we have to invite them all and i'm like i don't i don't know those people i don't care if they're at my wedding and yet i have to pay for every single one of them to show up the amount of tables at my wedding that i did not know and and part of it of (laughs) course is like i have not met my wife's entire family by the time we got married so she might know people and i might know people that the other doesn't but there were multiple tables that I don't think either my wife or I knew. Um, I, I will say this. There, there's a trap, too. You invite a lot of people to your wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And then 10, 15 years later, certain family wants to get together, and you're like, I don't know these people. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, someone says to you, oh, no, they were at your wedding. Oh, and that's, no. a free, that's a free pass to a hangout. If they were at your wedding, they get a, they get a coupon for a hangout. Well, Way not later only, on. Not only do they get the free coupon, but now you are a jerk because you don't remember them and they were at your wedding. Oh, yeah, they, they remember you. Stop this madness. Stop it. We we need to get these social politic games out of weddings. I think you're wrong there, Mike. Why is that? Because I think the average wedding gift is fifty dollars. So oh. well, what is the average cost per plate? Ooh. No, it is not. Thirty bucks. Who cares? It's a net win. If the average <laughs> gift is fifty dollars, I'm not spending fifty dollars per plate at my wedding. I'm not having this thing at the Ritz Carlton. What I if you did a? What expensive. if you did a little bait and switch? Like you invite people to the wedding, and then it's a surprise funeral. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would that, that'd be a real turn of events. Yeah, Thank you all for attending. <laughs> um, I no, I can't stop thinking about assigned seating for the funeral (laughs) and doing i want to do my funeral at richard rogers theater in new york on broadway i want to sell mezzanine tickets okay Um, that's premium that's give some seats give some premium tickets out oh Uh, oh, hold on hold on jason just found something out what in the world this better not be bozo the clown (laughs) (laughs) listen to this bozo fact no 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 is this a price per plate this is a price per plate i told you the average Expect to spend an average of $4,075 for a wedding of 66 guests, $62 I a told you. plate. I am now down 12 bucks per present. Wait, that's just the price of the wedding, though. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? That's that's still the same, whatever it's costing you. So you're, you're, call, you're saying every attendee, you just look at them as a per plate cost all exactly. in. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. They're just a number to me. Right. Um, just, I don't know them, but I mean, your wedding, it costs photography and stuff like that. That's why I, I think sure, that that number did not. In, I think that was just food. Oh man. I'll, I'll keep diving 60 to a plate. I would, I, on average, I bet you a hundred a plate on high yeah. end weddings, f- 40, 50 bucks on low end, 30, 40 bucks on low. End. So that makes sense. No, which that is, is, that is just food and drink, which that is, is yeah. also, that's another thing for me is what, it, what are these wedding meals that we keep serving where it's like the fanciest of the fancy where it's like gets to a point where it's, this is food that i would i would i don't even want to eat this can we feed you ever based heard on of a taco bar yeah hook it up who doesn't like a taco bar <laughs> no people actually want that food more often we did catering style at our wedding we had this stuff set out we didn't do per plate service they went up and you filled your plate yeah but what kind of food was it I don't remember. Do you have like the roast beef? I think it was and barbecue. The, and the be- th- oh, good. For, see, yeah, good for you. See, I, th- we, I, I, had, even, I had cheeseburgers and such. It's a long time ago. Now, can we give the plates based on how important the people are to you? Because then, should. if you came to the wedding, you know, you didn't really want them there. They just get like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, and then they'll show your bone. ticket. Show your yeah. ticket, please. Or, or hear me out. <laughs> Maybe it's a weight per present situation Ooh. where you put your present on the scale and then you get your grade of <laughs> of 
you know, it meal. It spits out your food like a yeah. vending machine? Well, at least a ticket to go claim yeah. your food and what table you're at. You're going to get poor seating. Ooh. Now, the only issue I have with this, uh, you know, I'm just spitballing here, um, as we are known to do. The only issue I have is that the presents I really want are just money, and that's, now, un- that's not going to weigh a lot. So I'm oh, gonna, that's true. Someone yeah. gives me $1,000 in cash. They're still getting a charge, bad printout here. Can you just charge admission to your wedding? Who's going to not do oh. that? I mean, they have to come. Interesting. Actually, that is genius. And it weeds out the people it, you don't want to be there. Absolutely. It's like a cover charge. I would pay to go to someone's wedding that I think is very important. If they said, if if I had a really close friend to me and they said, it's, hey, we're, we're charging. Well, they uh, do that. It's called a destination wedding. Sure. Exactly. A destination Ooh, that's wedding or, or a, a, a cover charge wedding. Um, Please I come to my wedding. To One sixty nine for a ticket in for someone that matters, and I would not be willing to pay my way in for someone that didn't matter. This mm. is the solution. What it was the question? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather have no one come to your wedding or funeral? Which I'm going to say, I'd rather have nobody come to my wedding because the most important person at the wedding is going to be the bride, not the people there. Whereas the funeral, a time to reflect. I'll the thought know. of no one being there would be. I know you'd never know. That's true. So, are you taking the funeral? Uh, I mean, both are great. That's kind of like <laughs> saying no legacy, right? Like, yeah, 100%. you don't know your legacy, but you'd like to think now that you might have one. I want like impact on somebody. I want 10,000 people at my funeral. That's what no, is right. like the goal. Well, the whole so, Truman Show audience will be there. Oh, I mean, they won't be able to fit. Well, they're, but, they're paid to be there, though. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that is 100% fine by me. Jason uh, yeah, pre-buys so a studio audience <laughs> for it. <laughs> I will. I will take the nobody at my wedding and a packed house at the uh, funeral. Goodness. Wow. Okay. Final uh, answer, Mike? I don't think we... The, the final answer of the two, both very solid options, I will go uh, no one at the funeral because like, I want my close friends and family at the wedding. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. That's a great question. All right. Dalton from Twitter. When does a puppy become a dog? Mm. One of our most famous questions on this show is we we sort through dilemmas like this. The, yes. the, the transition from puppy to dog. When does a boy become a man? <laughs> Whoa. These, these age old questions of when. A, so that's, that's a little different because like there's a. Does a puppy ever become a dog? Because I call my dogs, I'm like, I, I call them a puppy forever. Well, that's stupid. Like to their face. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I you know, I call them barf bags. And I don't. They don't well, know. Yeah, what you're because you're very mean to your animals. I'm. I love my animals, but they don't speak English. You so love I your do, animal. I love my youngest puppy the most. That is correct. <laughs> Pepper. Pepper has my heart. Wait, and the it other used two, to be. It used to be sugar had your heart. Oh, they got they replaced. I mean, the new, <laughs> newer model, Andy. We got in a beautiful, wonderful little puppy who can snuggle right up on my neck. Why would I want these big, heavy dogs? I mean, I, I still love them. I just don't want to have them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the, the small dog so, crowd so is So can one. the small dog ever become a a dog, or is it going to be a puppy forever because it's so small? It will become a dog. I know some elderly small dogs that you could never call a puppy. Um, and I, but I do think size matters. Size factors in here. A, a no. large, a large dog, uh-huh. a large dog stays a puppy longer because it's about behavior, and you see their behavior. Right, like puppy behavior is amplified in large dogs. So to it's me, time for me, it, it's two years. Two years two for a years. big dog. Two, two years, years is the just my time limit in general. Okay. Two years from birth. Yeah, it's a year and a half for small puppies, though, Andy. You don't mm. you didn't realize that? Yeah, yeah. Year, I'm a sorry. year and a half. From I'm not now trusting Mr. Like a- Barfbag over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike, what do you think? I I think I agree with that. Where two years seems the mark where you feel like, well, this this dog should be old enough to not do terrible things. But they're just but then they're dogs. There there's always a little bit of puppy in there. Just like. I'm I'm nearly 40 years old. Fit like if you go if you count the number of times that I have gone Are you around, a puppy? that I've gone around the sun. But I, no, I'm saying like 
I don't think of myself like that. I, I'm like, nah, you know, how, how old do I feel? I don't know, 20 20 something like that's I don't look at myself outside from the wrinkles of course and the the gray hair but you're you never or at least I haven't hit the point where I I look at myself and I go that's an old person no I I I agree I think uh, I'm still dumb and still trying to figure things out 100 percent I'm 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 a kid I will stay a kid for a long time um but specific to the puppy I would I would add that (laughs) They can't poop in the house. Okay. Well, uh, but a well-trained puppy, like, I've not had a problem with my dogs pooping outside. My point is if it's whatever. But I'm a good dog owner. Like, if two years comes and they are not housebroken, you still have to call them a puppy. Okay. Because you can't have a grown-up dog that's not housebroken. (laughs) That's still a puppy. Hmm. Now, why is it called housebroken when, in fact, they're the ones... Breaking the like, house? They would break the house if they're doing the, the poops and the peas Why inside the house. Called the house. That's a good question. Like they <sighs> broke the habit of going in the house? They've been broken, and now they behave. No, that's <laughs> like really a, what it is. Like a wild that's, horse? That's legitimately what it is. Is They have been broken oh, to no. the point of behaving in the house. But what if they just... Uh, but I don't want to break their spirit. I just want them to understand that I mean, this what is happens, our house. I we think don't what poop happens, in here. Well, it happens to a horse. Are the horse's spirits broken, and they're sad horses now? Yeah, wild ones. Yeah. No, they just they they figured out who's boss, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the like spur, uh, the Spurs taught him. Yeah, I mean it's like a, a new pair of shoes. You you know you're breaking them in. You teaching them who's boss. Those are shoes. Those are not. It's not a living thing. Pretty close, like breaking man. Breaking in pretty your shoes. Close. That's you, different. Yeah. No. You know. Uh, this what? is a precious animal. Dude, you're, my shoes are really nice. Well, so- I mean, look, that's more like breaking in a cow. Can you house break a cow? If they're leather shoes, you can. Mm, I see what you're saying. You, yeah. really, you really broke yeah. that cow. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, let, let's move on here. That We've settled it. Yeah, right. uh, Shampoo Fully from Patreon, our supporters, have, over at jointhespit.com if you want to support the show. Uh, if you could turn any building, stadium, or man-made structure in the world into your home what would it be so you can convert any man-made okay build uh man-made structure or building or stadium okay i i had two things come to mind right off the bat first was the white house just because yeah that was the first one to pop you want to lick that claim that is your own it's the most famous house in the world i want to live there um but i feel like that's too easy too obvious sure is disneyland an answer uh, you could say like the castle, the castle in Disneyland. Yeah, because it's got to be the man-made structure. I I thought it's a lot of noise. Of, it is. Well, not when it's your house. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Employees only, because you you need to operate my rides. Um, but I was I was thinking cruise ship. If that was a house, hmm. you've got you've got everything you need. You got kitchen. You've got uh entertainment. Um, that's a that's a big maintenance fee. It, it, to run your home. It is very it's, large. Fact, millions of dollars a month. That's probably true, <laughs> but uh, I would I would enjoy it for are as you long still as putting, I can afford it. Are you still selling tickets to it, or is this just you and the staff? No, no, no. That's my home. That's my home. You um, will need a go-kart to get around your cruise ship. <laughs> I get to have a go-kart to yeah. go around my house, I think is the better way to word that. Is there any national, like national monument style... You know, or even like Wonders of the World, where you would want them converted to a house. Like, would you want to live in the Eiffel Tower, for example? Or is there things like that 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 fit the bill? I was thinking about it because I've always like romanticized the uh, living in the big city. But you're, you know, you're in the uh, uh, what's the high rise? Yeah, I can't think of the word. Penthouse. The penthouse. Like you're up at the top. You've got this incredible view. You still have a lot of space because you're in the penthouse, but you still live at the very top of a building, like getting things to that to that space, like going. I know if you live in a penthouse, you're not doing your yeah, own you, grocery shopping. I understand that. Nor but, are you taking the stairs. Yeah, but it still is like to get like you're you, we've all done the rush home. Like, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And it's like as you're running in your door, the you, the belt is getting loosened because you're prepared. That is now parking and riding an elevator up. 40 50 uh, stories like that's all part of it i'm saying there, no, there that's is true. definitely an inconvenience 
Unless you that, take a that chopper. comes with li- <laughs> sure. You you could do a tropper dropper. <laughs> uh, so, so what you're telling me is you need an elevator bathroom. Well, yeah, you would have to. You would have to have a small place to go. But just there's inconveniences because I also thought of like like the Washington Monument. You're like I live. I live there. Right. <laughs> that would be a pretty well, pretty. Cool no one Trump lives story. at the Taj Mahal, right? Like that would be a pretty right. cool place. That to would live. be awesome. What yeah, about the- but then you just live with the dead lady. What about the pyramids? Like, I realize it doesn't Ooh. have the best lighting. Ooh. doesn't have the best lighting, but if that was you your could home. Put it, you could get a skylight in there. Yeah, I mean, it's converted to I your I think home, that would yeah. be very difficult. <laughs> like, maybe LEDs, but a skylight in the pyramid? That's Never tough. heard of a drill? You got a drill? <laughs> um, I've always, when you see the pyramids in pictures, they look amazing. Then you see them from the other side, and they are so close to, like. They're right there. They're so close to. Have you been there, Mike? No, no, I. But I'm saying, like, I know the pictures you're talking about where they're yeah, they're people living right next to them. Society is right next to the pyramids. It's, no, it's I've wild. seen movies. They're in the middle of nowhere. I'm <laughs> right, pretty right. sure I'm right. Okay, I mean, this is a, a stadium question comes up again. I mean, a stadium's a lot of space, but yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd want to live in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, there's not enough that you get out of that, other than having like a field to go. You know, you got How a sports court at home. Big? I don't know that there's like a for, a, for a mansion. How big is too big for a mansion to where it is too not looking at expenses, literally looking at square footage to get someplace like you've got to go from this room to that room. I would not want more than 100,000 square feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much for me. That's my limit. Let's and say you had to walk. You have to walk. You cannot scooter, go kart. You can't segue. No rollerblades. You got to walk. How big do you want it to be? 100,000 square feet. Okay. All right. I'm going to get Mike, my steps you, in. Would you hit a limit, Mike? Certainly. If you have to walk everywhere, I mean. Like a mall. Do you want to live in a mall? No. I mean. And every one of the shops in the mall is a different room of your house. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Jason's like, yes. I mean, look, you're not saying anything bad so far. <laughs> I mean, we've all watched Dawn of the Dead, and they're all, I know it's zombie stuff, but they live in the mall, and you're like, oh, that. That seems like that might be kind of cool. Maybe replace uh, a couple of the escalators with some slides. Oh, yeah, of that course. Would, that would be great. You, we wouldn't have to do laundry for a long time. Plenty <laughs> of clothes there. Okay. You guys, uh, you want to draft? Let's go. spitballers draft all right we are drafting daredevil activities i have the 101 there are a number of things that i think are worthy of top picks in this draft but i have to go with both the one that i think is synonymous with daredevil activities and the one i would actually do if i didn't have a family which again it's not crazy risky even with a family i'm not saying that it's like a 50 50 shot out there but um too afraid to do it with young kids but it's skydiving sure it's skydiving yeah i think it would be exhilarating mike i know you've done it jason you were saying that that that's the one you were thinking I, about i i knew that that as soon as you said like the you know it's the one-on-one that you would actually do i mean parachuting skydiving that is that's it's amazing um and i think that that would be one i would there would be a parachute involved in my skydiving for sure <laughs> yes um there would there probably would, a few that would be one that I would be willing to do. Like I, 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 right. I see the appeal of it. I think it is pretty cool. I doubt I ever go out of my way to go skydiving because I'm busy and I don't care enough. So I, I'll bet I die without having skydove. Oh, um, mm, but sad for you. But I, I could see myself doing it. So if someone wants to bring me skydiving, feel free. All right. So that means that Mike is up next. All with right. His pick. Uh, mine is. It's pretty similar to the skydiving. Uh, but I think you, this is more of the feeling of the flying. I, I don't know the real name, but I always call it the squirrel suit. Uh, so you, which, you know, you have the, the flight suit, the wing suit, the wing whatever. Suit. It's the a wing, wing, is wing suit base jumping. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Where you, where you jump, but then you get to fly just so fast and so far. That thing's crazy. And the, and the people, when you watch the videos of like professionals doing it and they're doing just. They're skimming the they're, earth, basically. Yeah. Well, they're going in like real tight squeezes in between two giant rocks where you're like, it wasn't dangerous enough already that I'm 
jumping off of you a You know cliff. what videos you didn't see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've read the history of, like, the development of this of these the wing suits. Suit? And it was, like, the death rate is outrageous. I think that they've kind of per, not perfected, but it's a lot safer More now predictable. than it was. But that to me is like the, that's the ultimate thrill that for me because I've always because you're actually flying. Yes, exactly. Yeah, one you're, of the, you're not falling. You're flying. One of the things about the base jumpers, like when you see videos, because there's lots of videos of people doing it, is there's always the part of the jump where they reach their hand back and pull the right. cord for the parachute. Mm-hmm. But it, it does seem like that's a really important pull because. <laughs> It's a it's a low jump, right? So you yep. if you miss, like if you reach back, your, your margin of error is very small. You better grab that thing. I also worry, like I I love that that's on my list, but I would not have drafted it because I worry that my weight would not work with a wingsuit. It would work, Jay. You go anviling. He goes anviling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Those, Looking like uh, Wiley Coyote. Probably not a big enough <laughs> wing there. There has to be some level of weight where the wing does not hold it up. No. They put him in a bubble, in a bubble filled Jay, with helium. You've seen gigantic jet airplanes. Yeah, but they're not just falling to the air, falling to the ground and then barely skimming on. Look, bombers are still planes, man. <laughs> All right, I am up. Um, I, this is I was really worried when you talked about the feeling of flight and oh. because I thought you were going to take what would have been my number one pick. This is something I expect I will do before. Really? Oh, I know I what you're die. doing. Too. Oh, is this the thing we were looking at? It was the thing ah, we were looking okay. at, and I just now realized it is very expensive. Very. But you can book it now. You can actually just commercially go online and book it. And I'm talking about a zero G flight. The, oh wait, the vom- oh the vomit comet. As oh, you're other saying people to go, call it. You're saying where they take you up, they they take you so fast that you become weightless, like you're on yes. outer space. Yes, exactly. So the, they they have this uh, reconfigured 747 plane that goes up to a certain level and then basically drops and does all these crazy uh maneuvers that inside you are weightless you have the experience of being in outer space and they actually do it a couple different ways where you have the feeling of being in outer space the feeling of being on moon's gravity and feeling of being on mars gravity so it's like really really fascinating cool i would what's it set you back what's it set you back one ticket right now is eighty three hundred dollars wow it's for a five-hour flight, and you get 15 drop skis. Oh, really? A That's what hour? they call it. At least it's a not one ski. single fly, flight. That's interesting. Yeah, you get a couple, and you get another pick. Oh, well, look at me back on the clock. I'm guessing unexpected. they make you prepay for that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would guess so. Um, it, here's one that I find absolutely fascinating. This is This would be epic awesome terrifying but i can't imagine that there would be any larger thrill in the world including jumping out of a plane than experiencing the full true force of mother nature and i'm talking about storm chasing oh it's on my list storm chasing it is on my list you know just go watch the documentary twister <laughs> and you can understand what these people live through true, very true to life yes debris it's uh yeah i mean i can't imagine going yeah out. i'm in on this i want to do it i i i do too but i'm too afraid like i would it's just the funny part of storm chasing to me is that you aren't it just seems like you're in the like a micro machine compared to this storm right you you're in like a pickup yep. truck chasing the storm you're not fast enough to do anything if that thing turns your way you're not yep. driving away from a storm 100 percent. you 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 are at the mercy of mother nature here and you're unlike everyone else who is going underground into safety you're staying above ground and saying let's go at it they should call it storm standing because you just go find a storm and stand there well i mean you're not getting away it does seem amazing to watch just i can't even fathom the breathtaking nature of the force of what you would be witnessing in front of you and i I don't ever want to could i uh is it possible like would you 
Is it worthwhile wearing a parachute during that event? No, you're going to get sucked up into the... I, th I think that the biggest problem is not necessarily the throw. It's all the crap that's inside the tornado. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not... Jason thinks I'm saying to have the parachute open as the storm hits. No, I'm saying the storm <laughs> throws you and then you parachute down. It's, I don't think it's going to get yeah, you high enough. Yeah, it won't work. Also, this Mike, to speak to the shrapnel, um, <laughs> a lot of people think that that is the most oh, dangerous is that part. Not? Well, if you watch the documentary Twister, Twister? Okay. they were able to successfully just stay inside as as they got all the way to the middle of the they held on. Do you Are you remember when, the they, when they belt themselves to the plumbing because yes. they realized this plumbing is so old that it has to be very deep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so and very somehow secure. they were able to go all the way through the tornado to the without storm? ever having shrapnel hit them. That's true. So it's a it low shrapnel done. area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you stay low, you're safe. Uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh. I'm going to say the shrapnel will kill you. <laughs> All right, Mike, you are up. Uh, oh, is that how we're going? Okay. Um, Wait, is, is that wrong? No, no, no. You are, you are right. You are correct. Okay. You are correct. Oh, I, we're doing it like yeah. we always do now? Yeah, that's right. I'm thrown off by the seating over here, man. Yeah. It's playing with my head. All right, for my second pick, so I got the squirrel suit. Uh, I'm also. I'm going to go with another... Uh, uh, another force of nature here. I thought you might be going here, because Storm Chasing's great. It's on my list. I'm going with big wave surfing. Oh, it's on my list. Watching what those people do on those waves that are 75, 100 feet up into the air, and then they it's just them on a, on a board of wood or whatever the graphite. I don't know what they make a surfboard out of. And it's just them knowing that you're either getting – the largest thrill of a lifetime or you are getting death because if you fall yeah you're not making it if you those. fall you're done you are it's it's over pretty but close to so it yeah. is just it is absolutely insane watching the skill of these people able to do it the courage to do it it looks so awesome there are two things while researching for this that when i just watch the thing happening my heart stops. I can't, my, I can't breathe. I am overwhelmed in my chair by looking at what these human beings are doing. And you see the little speck of a human yes. in between this mountain of a wave. There is oh, a, my goodness. If you want a great documentary on big wave surfing, there's a, there's a Netflix one out that came out this year, Ooh. 100, 100 foot wave. Okay. And if you, if you watch it, it's, it's, it basically shows the pioneering of it and how they they established the fact you could you know get on jet skis and go right. tow people out and that changed the game in these different places in the world. There's only a handful of places where these waves develop that are big enough to be drawn out there so that you can maybe die. That's crazy. So two great documentaries here on um, Net Twister and a uh, hundred foot I mean, wave. I've been in the ocean and I've been hit by a two foot wave. It can knock you under. It hurts. It, it hurts and it can, can knock you on your butt and hold you underwater. I, I can't I have, even imagine. I have certainly been in waves <laughs> where I fell and then I tried to get back yeah, up and, and the next can't. wave is a little bit bigger and so it's a little tough. <laughs> that, that's, They're little baby I waves. I still don't understand how I never see the end of the wave. What How? What does this come to at the end? Like, Does it just bring you all the way to shore and it like dies? Cause I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, my next pick might be the other one you're talking about, but and there are a couple of unbelievable documentaries on it. I think I finally get it because I've seen them uh, recently. I, f I think I get why people do it because it seems insane to begin with, but it is free soloing. Yep. It is climbing a mountain without ropes or cables, without security, where every bit of your being has to be focused on the next grip and the next climb. And it's ridiculous. Um, your chance of death is certainty. It's just when it's not even right. like will. It's just like, what point in your life do you finally die from this? But free solo climbing seems like if there's a way, I think the reason adrenaline junkies do what they do in general is because of this factor, the factor, you know, your wingsuiting, you have to be perfect. If you are climbing a mountain without cables, you have to be, it, it puts your body one with nature. Well, not just one with nature. I feel like, the yeah, one with nature's camping. Well, <laughs> you you do this once and you survive. Like nothing else in your life 
Everything right. else is now the most boring thing that could happen because yes. you have climbed the face of a mountain and knowing that if your hand slips, you're it's over. Like it, it, the game is done. You have lost. I, it, so don't don't do it. Don't do it because the rest of your life is going to suck. Yeah, and and unlike big wave surfing and the wingsuiting, which both of those, uh, both of those are, you make a mistake and you you can die. Uh, you make a mistake and you do die. Right. Uh, and they both take athleticism, obviously, but it's not entirely on you. You know what I mean? Like you've got the wingsuit doing the work. You can't just fly on your own. You got to surfboard your st on free soloing. This is you. Yes. This is your hand, your arm, your muscles. If you get tired, oh, sorry, you're dead. Uh, it's it's insane. All right, what's your next pick, Andy? I'm going to go with swimming with sharks. Oh, I'm going to go yes. with swimming with sharks. You get to be right in the face of nature greater than you, and um, this is one that I would do. Yeah, I would, I would, what? I would do this one, too. Wait, and I, swimming and I mean both the cage? Yeah, the, the cage. You're talking about in the cage, right? Yeah, I, in the cage, if it's like great whites yeah. or something like that, and and I would do oh, maybe not awesome. the cage. I'd do not the cage with some some not great whites, not great probably. Whites. <laughs> <laughs> but with other sharks, if I was with like a trusted guide that took you out there or something, right? Like, that seems uh, pretty amazing. Oh, but, I'm I'm uh, with it, man. The 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 cage getting to be face to face with a great white shark that would be incredible. I would I would act I would ask to, to meet the guy who made the cage beforehand. I'd say, "Could I have a small interview with the man who well, made Well, we we can How long have you been you. welding? How long have you been welding, sir? We we can't introduce you cuz he oh, was no. eaten by a shark. <laughs> oh no. Give me another cage. Maybe a cage within a cage. Have they tried that? Oh, good. But one. uh how about a TV screen and I can watch them up close? <laughs> no. I I don't think I could do that. I literally think I would have a panic attack. In the I I would die of a heart attack safe from the sharks. We'll put you in a cage for some spiders. I would die of a heart attack safe and they'd from get, the spiders. They get in really easily. I would. <laughs> I'm about to die of a heart attack from you talking about spiders. All right, uh, All right. it's back to Mike. I I took skydiving, free solo climbing, and swimming with sharks. Mike has wingsuit flying and big wave surfing. Jason has zero G flight and storm chasing. And you'll see a theme here continuing of my. Uh, just little wave surfing. <laughs> no, my my desire of of flight, and it seems like I think that this was like really popular for a time, and has since kind of faded away. You guys remember wing walking? Oh yeah, no. where you where, stand on where like, like the, the old planes. They're in the old prop planes, and like people would just get out so they could stand on the top of the plane. <laughs> that feels like 1940s. It or does, and yet when you think about it. <laughs> That's some of the craziest crap of all time. You're like, how do I make... I'm not getting enough of rush from this plane. I know. I will stand on top of it. Is that because yeah, we don't have biplanes everywhere? It yes. That, that's why. Because that's the only wing walking uh, that exists is on those, like, propeller... Because the other the new planes go too fast, probably. Yes. Go too fast and also aren't open. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's part of the help here is that you're already exposed. Most planes you're in a cockpit where I don't know, there's a ceiling yeah. and walls and right. comfy but, pressurized system. This but is, imagine that feeling. Like yeah. that is because if you're when you're standing on it, I imagine you're not really seeing the plane below you. And you could just look forward and pretend like you are actually flying. Well, that plane right. would be I, dropping I, refuse below as well. That, <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be mine. Oh, Jason, you get to close out your draft. Two picks. All right. Two picks here. Um, okay. There's there's a couple here that I like. Um, I'm going to go with one somewhat similar to that, Mike. Not nearly as stupid uh, okay. to, to do, but this is another one I I think I would do. I think I would do this, and because it's not that dangerous. Um, it's just I. I know what you're going to pick, but you're just like the thing that's at risk is your, uh, your pride, and covering yourself in a in a bodily function. Maybe I'm. I'm just talking about paragliding. Oh no! Just literally like hang gliding. Wait, you no, wait, wait, wait. So those are separate things, right? There's paragliding hang... is when you're pulled by the boat. Yeah, that's parasailing. No, that, parasailing. Yeah. And then Wait, you went hang gliding. Is there a difference between paragliding and hang gliding? Yeah, hang gliding is when you are jumping off of a mountain with one of those big hang gliders. And you have the triangle. Parasailing is when you're pulled by a boat with a parachute. 
Yeah, I didn't say parasailing. I so said paragliding. So what? I what don't know if that exists because that would be a parachute. <laughs> the main difference between these two sports, paragliding and parasailing, is that paragliders are not attached to a vehicle. Okay, so so you're just like jumping off a. That means you're in a par- you you mean hang gliding though? I, I think. do mean hang gliding. Oh, okay, this okay, is, that's right, where we, I am. We did it, everybody. I jumped off a mountain. And I'm gliding down. Hang gliding is on my list. Yeah, that. Unfortunately, that... you selected paragliding, and we're moving on. <laughs> okay, so that's my first one here, um, and then my my last one is one that I don't think I would do. I have already this week made fun of those who do this. roller skating because it is pure. It's it's a weird thing. It's pure insanity that human beings like we do some dumb things. We just decide I want to do this stupid, (laughs) stupid thing. And we're even more stupider because we're like, well, why are why are we doing this this year? Like, well, because we did it last year and we did it the year before Uh that. So we're uh going to keep uh doing it. And not only is it stupid to do, but let's Let's have this be a fun ticketed mass event. Let's have it be a global sensation, hugely popular. I'm talking about the running of the bulls. You go oh. ahead and run down the streets chased by bulls. That seems why? so dumb. Why would you do this? Why do human beings make it an event where you say, hey, hey check this out. I'm going to have a bunch of bulls chase you down the street. Oh, awesome. Can I bring my friends? Heck yeah, man. Anyone. You're all welcome. They could kill so many of you. Wow, um, that yeah. is so stupid. Yeah, the running of the bulls. I find that. Why don't we do that with other animals? There's no reason. And if we yeah, did. Running keep... with the lions. Go. <laughs> the great bear chase each year. Yeah, it's like, is there a line of just. You know, percentage <laughs> chance of being mauled to death. Well, I think that, wow. the, the bull isn't trying to eat you. That's true. So if, as long if it's a dangerous animal, not trying to okay, eat you. Okay, so it just stampede is fine. Like running of the elephants. Oh, that would be terrifying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I bet you'd watch it on pay-per-view. Oh, I don't think I would, Andy. I think you're going <laughs> to see some bad things yeah. happen. You will see some people no longer with <laughs> us. Washed. Um, okay. Swimming with the hippos? You never, you wouldn't do that oh, one? Oh, gosh. No, they're trying to eat you. Yeah, they are, they are monsters. Mean. My right. final pick for you. All right, my final pick. This one seems to f- have fallen out of fashion. It burned real bright uh, in the 90s. It was synonymous with extreme and synonymous with extreme games. And it's all about speed. I'm talking about the street luge. Oh, yeah. My friends, where uh, if you're not familiar with the street luge because you didn't grow up in the 90s, Think about you lay down on a board that has wheels, and then you just go down a mountain <laughs> as fast as you possibly can. They're very steep. They are not <laughs> casual hills. No, it's a mountain, and you're just laying down. You know what's funny th- is we're going to get to the point where we can develop uh, VR technology that's so real. Sure. And it will feel like you're doing these things, and that will never make one person that likes doing these do them because it's not the feeling it's the fear well, yeah there's no risk if there's yeah if it's vr yeah so um so the street loose i will close it out with what i thought would be an, an easy pick along the way um bungee jumping i mean bungee yeah. jumping is the synonymous daredevil activity it's accessible to so many um I don't know if you've ever seen the funny videos where somebody's bungee jumping and then right when they jump, their friends are going, wait, 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 oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I've seen ones where they like throw a cut cable. Yes. Over yes. them. <laughs> it's just, that's does mean. So I will go with bungee jumping right. uh, oh. to round out my top four. I do have some other uh, quick considerations out there. Oh yeah. Let's, let's have the, the uh, waiver wire. Wonders here. Uh, the high wire uh, tightrope walking was one mm-hmm, of them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also had the, uh, the the ice climbing. I don't know if that's different, but climbing ice seems trepidatious. Seems stupider than a mountain. Right, because it can fall apart. So did you guys have any uh, scuba I, diving? I, I don't know if scuba diving is a daredevil activity. There yeah. are, they're like, I would count like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like cave. Deep sea diving or caving? Like yeah. cave, when, when you go... St- uh, scuba diving in a cave it's very dangerous yeah that's, or the uh the, scoo lunking there's also um, scoo lunking scoo lunking we got yes. there there's also the thing where you like dive down to to boats but like no scuba gear 
So you're just like, oh, where they just try and go as deep as they possibly can. Yeah, that's scary. oh, that's called drowning. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. No, no, but there's I've, where they like they hold on to a weight because that's so they can go down as fast as they possibly can. And that's they, called drowning. <laughs> um, the ones I had it's on my sea list: sleeping, Formula yeah. One driving. Oh yeah, okay. um, that would be gnarly. Cliff camping, kite surfing. Oh, kite surfing looks awesome. It does look awesome. I knew yeah. uh, a VC that was an avid kite surfer in San was? Francisco. I don't know. He, he might still be. I yeah. mean, but this is a dangerous sport. Um, and then the other one that I said took my breath away, I can't watch it, the sa same as your big big wave surfing, is speed skiing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen I hadn't seen this until this week. Speed skiing is... It's it's this insane like straight down ski slope. These human beings are going like two hundred and fifty miles an hour on skis. But why? <laughs> I don't know. But I got into this crate. I can't. When I see the angle from behind, I envision myself there, and I think I could never attempt. I could never ever ever attempt to go down something oh, that steep. I can't handle like a bunny hill. Yeah, me either. <laughs> All right. Well, let's figure out what we learned. What did we learn today? I learned that David Arquette bought the rights <laughs> to Bozo the Clown. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. I was going to say, I learned we don't really need clowns anymore. We've, we've, we're done. And I've learned... I, we, we've already known it. Just that we humans do really stupid things. Yeah, they do. What about clowns out walking on the wings of airplanes? I think that might be the next big thing. I think that might have happened. Hmm. Like a almost similar to a rodeo clown, like a clown at the air show doing Ro some wing rodeo walking. Rodeo clowns are cool. There we go. We found we found a good acceptable clown. If you're going to be a okay. clown, go oh, rodeo. from the bulls. That's yeah, going to that do fits. it for today's episode of the Spitballers podcast. Make sure you tell a friend about the show. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.